At the end of every year, you can expect every content creator on earth to talk about trends for the coming year. And at the end of 2018, this last year, they all said the same thing. And nothing has changed six months into the year. It's all about video for everyone. Students and entrepreneurs and hobbyists and movie fans and gardeners and video gamers and everyone in between are creating videos. Some of them are good, some of them are bad, and some of them are completely irresistible to small children, which has created a whole subgenre of how to set up parental control without your children finding out about it, videos for anxious parents. As a communications expert, you probably know how valuable video is for connecting with audiences. And that's what we're going to talk about today how to create videos that are as timeless as possible in a fast-changing world. If you're a communications pro who works hard, doesn't compromise quality, and gets the job done, welcome home. We'll share our tips, tricks, and stories, and together we will change the face of PR. Spin sucks, but we don't. With the Spin Sucks podcast, here's Jenny Dietrich. All right, my friends, let's talk timeless video. We're not exactly aiming for singing in the rain timeless, but we can go for solid YouTube timeless. This means creating videos that, regardless of changing trends and online behaviors, will continue to be useful as long as the information in them is relevant. Video trends are caused by a combination of monitoring and responding to audience behavior and monitoring and mimicking what other video makers are doing. We've seen trends for short videos, long videos, green screens, talking head style, live streams, animation of various kinds, and all manner of text overlay, production quality, and editing effects. I'm sure we all remember 80s corporate training videos and can breathe a huge sigh of relief. They're not in style anymore. Although I do have to admit a favorite pastime is searching 80s training videos on YouTube to watch everything from McDonald's and Wendy's to Old Country Buffet and AMC movie theaters in all of their glory. It's pretty fun. I'll admit it. It's pretty fun. Trends come and go, but what makes a video timeless is how well they work for your audience and your specific goals. There is everything from influencers unboxing your product to a version of Christopher Penn's You Ask, I Answer, and they all work. Some people even create video when they're recording their podcast because I guess people will watch that versus listen to the episode. I'm not one of those people, but I'm told I'm in the minority. And now you can guess what our content team wants me to do. The key to video success is you have to know who you're talking to audience-wise so your brand voice comes through and it's valuable to them and their decision-making process. Here are some strategies you can use to make sure your videos have the same kind of effect not on the total world, but on the specific audience that you're targeting with your videos. The first step is to figure out why you're creating video in the first place. This may sound really obvious, but you'd be amazed at how many organizations do video marketing because it's the thing to do now, regardless of whether or not it's a strategy that makes, you know, actual sense. If what you need to communicate can best be conveyed with a video, then by all means, create a video. The second step is to make sure you really know who your viewer is. You can't be all things to all people, and that's okay. When I got married a thousand years ago, my mom said, do what makes you and Kelly happy because someone will be unhappy with your choices. But as long as the two of you are happy, no one else matters. I've always used that as my mantra. And of course, you can't go quite that far with marketing to your audience. But as long as your audience is happy, the rest of the world does not matter. You absolutely have to understand exactly who the person watching this video is and the kind of information or education they need at that moment. Sound good? 
Excellent. The third step is to determine length. This is one of those things that lots of experts have lots of opinions about. And the answer is really annoying because like almost everything, it depends. It depends on the purpose of the video and the intended audience. And it depends on where the video will live. You can have a much longer video on your website or YouTube channel than you should have on social media, for example. Of course, there are exceptions to every rule, but a good rule of thumb is this. The more you want to move people off a specific platform and onto something you own, the shorter the video should be. You can create a video for almost all of the major social platforms, Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, you name it. But those platforms want to keep us there scrolling through the feed and not ever leaving. This means they'll never come to your website where you can get to know them, build a relationship and end up working with them. The social networks also tend to encourage short attention spans. So your videos should be short, a minute or less. Those short bite-sized videos can be easily shared, which is great, but more importantly, they can direct people to other kinds of content. If you're sharing a minute's worth of information on a social platform, which by its nature is fast changing, you can lead them to more timeless content on your YouTube channel or website. In a perfect world, you can even use parts of longer videos on your social accounts to help consistently move your fans and followers into your own area. One of my closest friends does a fantastic job with video of all kinds. He has a business that helps people find, interview for, and accept six-figure jobs. When a client has been in their new job for a month or two, they ask them to jump on a Facebook Live where they discuss what it was like working with Career Attraction, his company, what they learned, what they loved, where they had challenges, and their results. It becomes a case study of sorts that once it's aired and downloaded, becomes lots of different videos. First, of course, it lives on Facebook and Instagram. Then it's added to their website. Then they take one-minute clips and share those on social media and in all ads, all directly back to their website. Their purpose is to showcase the great work that they're doing with clients, provide social proof and a case study. Their audience are executive-level job seekers, and they figured out how to take one piece of content and use it on every platform by whittling it down for each. These three elements together, purpose, audience, and platform, will combine into content that will keep your watchers engaged and continue to be useful over time. Be like Christopher Penn, be like my friends at Career Attraction, and create video that is useful to your audience, not because it's what you're supposed to do, but because it's what you should be doing. If you do that, you'll have massive success. Do you create video? How do you choose what to record and how do you use the videos once they're made? If you have a social media video, we'd love to see it. Tag Spin Sucks on Twitter or find us on Facebook so we can take a look. And maybe we'll feature you in some of our own content. And as always, if you're not already a member of the Spin Sucks community, go to spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. That's spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. We're nice, we're hilarious, we're smart, and we're also clearly humble. I'll see you next week. If you're ready to change the face of PR, make sure you subscribe to the Spin Sucks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating and a review. 